Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here with Mike Orr for another episode of the Friday Night Panel. You're on Talking Fight. And uh, are we going to talk some fight today, Mike, or what? Oh, my God. We've got, we? we got some big ones coming up. Oh, yes, we do. We do. Big boys and big girls. Yes, yes. Big, yeah, big all around, actually. I'm kind of excited. This one's going to be uh, an excellent fight. Which, uh, which, one, which one we started with? Let's, let's start with the uh, Marshall versus Cruz Desern. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so um Cruz Desern, who I didn't who I sorry, I didn't know this until this week actually. She's not only a fashion designer, but she's also a singer and uh and her manager has set up her own record label. I did not know that either. All there I know is all I know is that she is how you say a, a baddie, a baddie in the boxing world. Yes, French on Cruz Desern, Savannah Marshall, and Natasha Jonas and Candy Wyatt, world title doubleheader, two stream. In the U.S., live on ESPN and Sky Sports, guys, Marshall becomes first woman to headline U.K.'s two largest arenas when she challenges French on Cruz Desern for the Undisputed World Super Middle Championship on July 1st. So, hey, happy Canada Day to us. That's right. What what a great happy Canada Day. What, what a great present for Canada to get is this wonderful event that we get to watch. Um, Jonas defends. Um you know, uh, her unified world title, uh, Manchester's Mark Heffron defends British Championship versus Zach Chelly. Uh, Future Box Office stars Ben Whitaker and Callum Simpson join the card. So this one's going to be good. Uh, Savannah Marshall, 12-1 now. 10 KOs is on the track to land a record-setting one and two this summer as she follows October's sellout of the O2 London uh, in UK's largest arena by headlining a sold-out show at the AO Manchester Arena, uh, the UK's second largest arena. And this one's taking place Saturday, July 1st, guys. The undisputed World Super Middle Championship will be on the line when Marshall walks out to challenge Cruz Desiron, who's 8-1 with two KOs, and becomes the first female boxer ever to headline the UK's two largest arenas in back-to-back -back events. Wow. So previously set to occupy the and co uh, occupy the co headline slot, the undisputed world championship belt now takes main event status as Liam Smith postpones his rematch uh, with bitter rival Chris Eubank Jr. to recover from a minor but nagging injury which has dodged uh, dodges training camp. Uh, the two antagonists set as a pay per view record for their for uh, for their weight class. Uh, when they fought in January, and both Smith won a fourth-round stoppage and a stellar support card was put in place for their highly anticipated rematch, which was also set uh, to air as a Sky Sports box office pay-per-view event. Uh, with two world titles, uh, Liverpool's Natasha Miss GB Jonas, 13-2-1 uh, with AKOs, is set to defend her unified World Light Middle Championship at the event, plus a guaranteed fireworks British super middleweight title fight Pitting Manchester's Mark Kid Dynamite Heffron, 29-2-1 with 23 KOs against Zach Kelly, who's 13-1-1 with six KOs. That stacked undercard now becomes a stacked event, which will air live on Sky Sports Network. Uh, and Boxer has today also announced that every fan entering the arena on July 1st will be issued a $10 or $20 food and beverage voucher. <laughs> Wow! Did, did you say ton, ten dollars or ten quid? Sorry, 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 ten pound, ten pound or twenty pound. That's right. 
That's right. 10 or 20 pounds. Of that, that's a lot of money over here. That's a lot, that that gives you a lot of beers. That could buy a couple. That's, that could buy a couple. <laughs> uh, yeah, another Each. prospect heavily tipped by Boxing Insider, Callum Simpson, uh, who's 11-0 and 0, uh, with nine knockouts. He journeys from his native Yorkshire on July 1st to make his second boxer appearance following his stunning third-round stoppage in the same venue in March. So this uh, this card's looking pretty stacked. So, guys, get ready for this one. Set your PVRs if you uh, have other plans because it is, uh, you know, Canada Day for all those Canadians out there that are watching because uh, I know you guys are going to be busy celebrating like I will be. Uh, as soon as this show's over, I'm getting started early, so I don't know about you guys. <laughs> but uh, definitely it's uh, shooting up to be a big one. Uh, some great fights on this card. Uh, April Hunter taking on uh, Christy Bovington is on this one as well. Uh, which is a great fight, man. And yeah, uh, yeah. Zach Kelly, Mark Jeffries, uh, you know, Callum Simpson, uh, Boris Carrington. This one's good. Uh, I'm looking forward to see Ben Whitaker back out, uh, yeah. taking on Vladimir Bulishki. So this is a, this is a nice stacked card. Yeah. What are your thoughts on it, Grim? Uh, like you, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I didn't really see much of uh, Cruz Desern as she was moving up the ranks, so to speak. But I remember seeing that last fight last year, and uh, she absolutely clobbered someone. I uh, can't remember who she was fighting, but I just remember going, wow, this woman can fight. Uh, so anyway, yeah. so I'm, lo I'm looking forward to it because, I mean, the British are all hyped up uh, about oh, Savannah yeah. and, uh, you know, trying to reclaim, if you will, because this is a rematch, uh, her, her title. But I don't think she's going to. I, I think Cruz Desern is going to take it. So anyway, that, that's my quick thought. She's a heavy hitter. She's got those. Uh, yeah. She's got those big club hands, man. She's got them, them put you out kind of, kind of power. So definitely, this is going to be a big one. I'm excited to see. Uh, I'm actually excited to see the return of Savannah Marshall. To be honest, uh, see how she's doing since uh, you know her last outing. Uh, this is going to be great. You know, good for her uh, setting up this wonderful, this wonderful, uh, I guess, historical making thing by headlining two major arenas. Uh, you know, in in your home home country, man. That's going to be huge. Yeah. It's interesting also, let me have a quick look here, because um, ESPN has been strongly supporting not only this fight, but women fighters in general. Yes. And, uh, you know, they're continually uh, touting, if you will, uh, who's up and coming in the various divisions. <clears throat> so it's, it's interesting to see, like, who, who are these up-and-comers, like names that we may not have heard of uh Last year, if I had my laptop really... in front of me. I swear I would know some of these names because okay, let, let me okay. So, we, we know that uh, Candy Wyatt lost to Jess McCaskill. Okay, yeah. we've heard of those names, we've heard of Callie Rice, we've heard of uh, Christina Lignardu. Uh, but then you've got uh, women like uh, Jaisa Marcel, who's fighting Carla Camila Campos Gonzalez, uh, coming up. Uh, in, in Buenos Aires, we've got uh, Maria Monio, 12 and 1. A contender lightweight from Uruguay takes on Alice Sanchez. Uh, uh, last Saturday, Sarah Borman, uh, ESPN's number third, number three strawweight, picked up a unanimous decision win over Perla Perez in Germany. And it might be time for Bor Borman, wow, 17 and 0, didn't know that, to leave Germany, where she's fought all but one of her pro bouts. Tough challenge in the United Kingdom or in the United I States. I so. profiled her. Uh, I profile Borman. Oh, there you go. She, anyway, it says here it should be a good fight for Sinicia Estrada or Yocasta Valley. Yep. And, and Yocasta uh, Valley sitting at the top of that division too, right? Right. And so, so ESPN's number three middleweight, Emma Kozen, who we've, we've talked about, uh, beat Tommy uh, Bilak in a junior middleweight bout. Uh, second straight fight for Kozen, now 23 1 1, by the way, junior middleweight. Uh, 
and Bellick seven and nine lost, lost four of her last five fights. But anyway, uh, so it, so it, it 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 goes through the various. Uh, anyway, it's a good good article by ESPN, and I give them credit for giving us that information. Um, so where the heck did Mike? There he is. No, <laughs> sorry. Talk, talk, sorry, talking to myself there. And the world. no, no, no. Um, Neil, the deal with Colleen. <laughs> so someone gave him a quarter to put in the payphone. Oh God. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so um, that that's that's what the English are looking at tomorrow night. So uh, are are we North Americans looking at anything tomorrow night? Yeah, we have we have other ones here. I'm just gonna oh. bring it up. Nope. We're going to talk about them. Keep going. Um, Keep yeah, going. no, no. There's, there's three, there's three fights this weekend. Three, three fights to watch out for. Just reaching back to uh, grab it. Uh, yeah, here we go. Smith Maxwell. This one, July first, two p.m. Dalton Smith, Sam Maxwell will clash for the British and Commonwealth Super Lightweight titles uh, at the Utilita Arena in Sheffield on Saturday. Um, Sheffield Smith is fourteen and zero. I would love this kid, man. Ten knockouts. Uh, who will be head, uh, you know, headlining his second fight night in his home city and is aiming to win the prestigious uh, Lord Lonsdale Challenge Belt outright after claiming the vacant title by stopping local rival uh, Sam O'Manson. Uh, that was last August. And then making successful defense against uh, Casey Benjamin in November and uh, Billy Alington in February. Uh, one of the hottest uh, properties in the world of boxing thunder will be aiming to add Maxwell's Commonwealth title to his growing collection that boasts the WBA Intercontinental title, WBC Intercontinental Silver title, and the British title as he continues to work towards a dream world title shot at Hillsborough, uh, home to the beloved Sheffield, uh, to beloved Sheffield Wednesday. So this one's going to be good. Um, Liverpool's Maxwell. 17 and 1 with 11 KOs, former WBO European and British champion at 140. Will be looking to reclaim the British title after outpointing uh, Ennis Brown to win the famous old belt, along with the Commonwealth crown in Birmingham back in August of 2021. The former Team GB standout bounced back from his stoppage loss to Alejandro uh, Menisa uh, with a comfortable decision over Sean Cooper in February. So, yeah, here's another one for you guys to check out. This is going to be great. Uh, you know, it is a fight night. It's not going to be as popular as, uh, you know, the doubleheader with the women there and uh, all, all the great stuff on that card. But it is one for you guys to watch. Definitely some great fights. Uh, undercard action. Um, we got, you know, to be honest, this one, this one's looking pretty good. There's some good lightweight, you know, Corey O'Regan uh, versus Jordan Nelson. We got Nico Leveras, Alberto Motos. Uh, we got Beatrice Ferreira taking on Carla Ramos Zamora. Uh, there's going to be a nice little fight there. Uh, then starting live on the zone, uh, this is when we get into the uh, the actual main card. We got Louis Sylvester taking on Adam Cope. Uh, we got Junat Boston, which I've talked about many times before, uh, taking on Ryan Amos. And then that one's followed by Hopi Price taking on Beach uh, James Beach Jr., Looking forward to that fight uh, on this card. That's probably the only reason why I'm going to be watching and tuning into this one. I do like Hopi Price. I do like what he's about, man. The kid, he's uh, you know, but nothing but stellar in his uh, in his in his pro, you know, since his pro debut, uh, you know, sporting those wonderful wins. So definitely going to be looking forward to that. And then we got Pat McCormick of you know the McCormick guys taking on Tony Dixon. So definitely some big fights on this card. It is a fight night. So it's going to be trumped definitely by, you know, the, uh, 
the women there. So it's good. It's good fighting. It's good fighting. Neil, welcome. Nice haircut, brother. Um, welcome back. <laughs> We're just in the fight. Hi, guys. Sorry. Hold on. Let's just adjust this a little bit for all the fans out here at TalkingFight.com. Sorry, guys. Uh, I was getting a haircut. This <laughs> guy's priorities. All right. No, no, no. I so wasn't getting a haircut, Graham. We've talked. That. We've talked about uh, the British fights. Yeah, yeah, we have, and we're moving on to the next. So, some big, uh, some, some, honestly, some, some good fights this weekend. And yes. I'm going to bring it up. If it, uh, if it, I hate when I'm not working with the same things that I'm used to. It just drives me nuts and annoys the living crap out of me. <laughs> we got Anderson. Martin, this is the one. This is the one I know you've been waiting to talk about, Graham. This is this is a good one. Yep. We got I mean, it. The, 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 the thing highly she... anticipated homecoming fight for heavyweight prodigy Jared, the real big baby Anderson, guys, is proceeding as planned. Although with a last-minute change in rival corner, Zan Kozbunovsky, the undefeated contender from Kazakhstan, had to bow out due to visa acquisition delays, which is unfortunate, paving the way for ex-world champion Prince Charles Martin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to set up to the challenge, to step up to the challenge. The clash with Anderson is set to take place at the Huntington Center in Toledo, Ohio. So, yeah, homecoming for the real big baby Anderson, man. The heavyweight encounter between Anderson and Martin, accompanied by another 10-round heavyweight duel between undefeated pugilist Arslan Megamedov, right? We talk about this guy all the time. And Nigeria's Rafael (laughs) Akipinchiero. I think that was right. That's Um, a mouthful, Mikey. I did, I did. I did with that one for sure. Um, This will be telecast live on ESPN. Uh, ESPN Deport, uh, and ESPN Plus at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, guys. Um, Anderson, 14-0, 14 KOs, has only been pushed beyond three rounds twice in his career, guys. Only twice, uh, which commenced with a first-round stoppage in October of 2019. From April 2021 to December 2022, he chalked up five consecutive second-round knockouts, including one against the um, resilient Jerry Forrest in April of 2023. Arslan, or sorry, Anderson kicked, uh, kickstarted his campaign with a third round stoppage against uh, undefeated George Aris. And then we got Martin, 29, 3 and 1 with 26 KOs. A 37 year old heavyweight hailing from St. Louis clinched the IBF heavyweight world title. Huh? <laughs> Hold on, we lost the host. Well, while he's uh, not talking, I'll just say, uh, a lot of the uh, uh, boxing writers were saying the interesting problem for Anderson now is that he's only got 12 days notice uh, with respect to his new opponent, Martin. And he's not really that familiar with uh, how Charles Martin uh, can fight. So uh, I mean, a lot of people were initially saying, oh, poor Charles Martin. He's only got 12 days notice. Charles Martin didn't care. And there anyway, we go. Back. All right. I'm back. So as I'm... <laughs> As I was saying before, you couldn't see me, and that sucks because I know I got to see myself when I talk. So you guys definitely have to see. Oh, me you're looking too. good now. I know, right? Right, I'm looking good. We got Neil in the Neil with the new fresh haircut in the middle, looking great. Honestly, yeah, Martin relinquished his title to uh, Anthony Joshua in less than three months, 
but has remained a formidable contender in the heavyweight category. Uh, post the Joshua defeat, Martin boasts a 6-2 and two record, including a memorable stoppage against Gerald Washington in 2020. His most recent victory was a fourth-round uh, knockout of Devin Vargas in Los Angeles last September. Um, also on this one, where 15-4-2, nine KOs, returns to the ring against um, Carlo Perez, who's 19-8-1 with six KOs and a six-round super middleweight title, uh, while McCreary... Uh, takes on veteran Divi Julio, who's 26 and 13 with 16 KOs in a six-round junior lightweight battle. Uh, junior welterweight standout Tiger Johnson. Bang, love this kid. Uh, definitely 8 no five KOs. Will face Jonathan, uh, Jonathan Montreal. Uh, and this one's, he's 15 and 1 with 10 KOs. Uh, this one's in an eight-round bout uh, at the light heavyweight. Prospect Dante Benjamin Jr., also, another kid that I've been following and telling you guys to watch. 6-0, 4KOs. will meet Murata Zola, who's 4-2 with 1KO in a six-round clash. Then we got the junior middleweight prospect, Hussam Ali Mashida, 6-0 uh, with 5KOs. The fighting pride of Deborn Heights, Michigan, fights the durable Rance Ward, who is 7-5-1 with 2KOs in a six-rounder. Uh, this is a huge card. This is a big one for us. Uh, definitely some great, great action this weekend. Happy Canada Day for everybody, all Canadians out there that get to watch all these wicked events uh, that are going to be taking place. What are your thoughts on this card, Graham? I know, Surpri I know you love Big Baby. Um, yeah, I do. I'm just surprised you didn't mention Jahai, Jahai Tucker. I mean, you you profiled him, haven't you? Yes, yes, I have. Yes, I have. I, I'm is he, sorry. Is he on this card? I, I I can't I I don't have it in front of me. I just going by the certain oh. notes that I have written down at the moment. I don't have it exactly in front of me. But if he was mentioned to be on this card, there's no way that he's backing out and he will be on the card. Uh, I can give it a sec. Let me check. He's out. he's he's going eight rounds with Nicholas Faust or oh, Nicholas. There Klaus. you go. And I've 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 talked about both these guys. Yeah. Honestly, Jahai Tucker. This kid, he's the real deal. He's what you call a blue chip prospect. He is one of these kids that's been just from the beginning, uh, getting better and better every time he gets in the ring. He's just got that relentless pressure. He's got, you know, great speed, great defense, great strength. We're going to see lots of this kid in the future, man. Mark my words, he will be wearing a belt one day. Uh, one of them big ones. And I've been saying this from day one. I've been saying it from day one. But yes, Jai Tucker, look out for this kid too. So I think I think this brings into focus, quite frankly, uh, the formidable stack of talent that the Americans are now presenting to the English in the heavyweight division. I mean, the, the English and the media over there can only ignore this for so long. But sooner or later, these heavyweights are going to start crossing the ocean and fighting on British turf and winning. Uh, the uh, the uh, the guys I said uh, this morning. The guys in the papers have been, have been pretty quick to point out that most of the fighters in the top five over in the UK are past their prime. They're 35, 36. They're about to age out. They're all about to – in the top 10, there's one guy that's in his 20s, I believe. Right. So so, so it would be interesting to see if, if Tyson Fury ends up uh, fighting uh, that MMA guy, uh, that means he'll, he might get his uh, belt taken away by the WBA. Is it? The WBC. No can't remember. Uh, but anyway, it means that Deontay Wilder, if he goes up against Andy Ruiz Jr., they'll be fighting for his belt. If Tyson Fury goes up against, what's his name, Naguni or Nagani? Mm -hmm. Right? So, hey, Tim, how you doing? Hey, Tim, Tim, the glasses look great, brother. Oh, no, I was trying to get on for the last <laughs> 10 minutes. They look good. They look good. They look good. I don't see, like see y'all guys. You don't see us? No. But I you can think... hear us? But you can hear us? 
Yeah, I can hear you. It's, okay. It says join. Well, you joined, all right. Okay, I'm connecting again, I think. Okay, there we go. Just just, just tilt your camera down a little bit. There you go. Yeah, I only, only need these to read. I hear echo. The champ. The champ. So we... <laughs> We've been talking about the. We've been talking. We just started talking about the heavyweights and the heavyweight division. I was going for fifteen minutes, watching you, trying to get really? on. Oh, well, I then then I called Eric. We need to send that must, a that team must have been there our producer having a nap. Huh? Our producer might have been having a nap in the back. I think is what happened. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you wake him up with a phone call? <laughs> yeah, I called. I called him after like ten minutes. Uh oh, there's some right. exercise. There's some exercise. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Neil's exercise for the week. <laughs> there you go. I'm gonna get a light to make the it look wider. The so box. yeah, so, so I'm 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 certainly looking forward to uh, Jared Anderson. Up there. All right, Neil. I'm looking forward to Jared Anderson's uh, fight. I'm, I'm, but it but it will be a good fight because Charles Martin's he's not gonna get rolled over. Um, no, no. This is gonna be a nice little test for him. Yeah, it's gonna be nice. Yeah, definitely. You know, Charles, Charles Martin is not gonna roll over. We know that. Right. You know, he's uh, he's he's a big guy who's um, you know, done some damage in the past, definitely. So uh, yeah, a bit of a test, I think, for uh, Jared Big Baby Anderson. Um, if it's gonna go past three rounds, this would be the guy to do it. I think. Well, so. As 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 I was telling Neil uh, while you went off the air for a little bit, there some of the interesting comments that have been made by the media are that. Uh, they've only both had 12 days notice. It's not mm. just simply Charles Martin has got 12 days notice to go in the ring. Uh, yeah. He's got nothing to lose. But uh, Big Baby uh, Anderson, or the real Big Baby Anderson, as he's called nowadays, he's also got 12 days to get familiar with uh, Charles Martin. Uh, so, it, like I said, it's, it's going to be a great little fight, and it's not the only heavyweight battle on that particular night of fighting down in Toledo. So They've been active, right? He's been active, Anderson, right? I see yeah. him look pretty good. He's yeah. always he's 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 one of those gym rat guys too, man. He's always ready. Uh, yeah, you might see a little something off, or you might see the other guy get knocked out. <laughs> you know. Well, that, that would make my day. That would make my day if if, if Anderson <laughs> knocks out Martin. That'd be great uh, for me. Uh, be great for North American boxing fans because it really does put him into that position of strength uh, that I've been saying for a long time. That everyone on this panel agrees with. Uh, the American scene is building its heavyweights uh, from the bottom up. Uh, they're grooming them. Uh, they're well managed. They're well promoted. Uh, I'm 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 a little bit unsure as to the mixed messages I'm getting out of uh, Jared Anderson, though. In that uh, he wants to retire one day, but the next day he's looking for these titles. So I'm getting a little bit mixed message. Uh, today he was today he was out at the, the Toledo schools, though visiting schools. Imagine that. David Did he fighting he he's out there visiting schools promoting. Pardon yeah, me? he's saying he's mixed messages. Yeah, saying he's oh. wants to retire and that he doesn't want to retire and that he wants the belts. You know what? It's just uh, that's life of a life of a pugilist, I guess. Right? Might have given a lot of money up front or something. Maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> you know, uh, that's not like a little mental uh, stress. Yeah, yeah, that's what it seems like. Yeah. You wouldn't figure that because he's hot, he's up, he's ready to make big time. I think I think after this fight, though, coming back to hometown, Toledo, Ohio, and, uh, you know, getting in the ring and, and putting on this performance, I don't think he'll be talking about retirement after that. Okay. Yeah, you know, he's he's coming back to the hometown. He's going to whoop some ass. We all know that. You know, he's he's looking really good. 
You notice something in my face? Yeah, you shaved. You look good. No, no. <laughs> Keep thinking. Look at my face. Oh, you got a big mustache. No, no. I've you five more seconds. You went to the dentist? Where did that mustache come from? Oh, he was all <laughs> ripped. Look at, the, look at ripped. the body on you and the face on you. You're a gem, aren't you? I'm underneath 240. Wow. Two thirty. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I, I had some conversations. Yeah, I know. I know. I can see now. Mike, can I get the microphone for a second, please, sir? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't want to take up all the this, show now. This is him. This is Mr. Tim. Yeah. I had some conversations this week around the world with a couple of people, and uh, no names to be said, but we are so looking forward to what you're thinking about with uh, your training, how you've been taking care of yourself, how beautiful you're looking. Everybody's all excited, and I'm really excited. Personally, personally, I am. Look, I even cut my hair for you. I, I tell you the truth, it's boring here. I'm just training. I'm gonna get something to do. I'm not when I think about the fight, if something happens, I'm gonna be ready. But really, really if it you don't still, happen, you still are the heavyweight celebrity champion. Yes, sir. Right. I keep, yes, sir. keep putting that stuff in there. They want they you want still are that heavyweight world. celebrity champion. So I'll you know if the, if the if the if the if the door knocks, you're ready to open it. So yeah, I'm just staying in shape for health reasons. But since that event, that thing is right there, if they say something, I'm ready. I'm going to try to use my head, and if I can make a little bit of uh, a little of this, I'm going to do it. A little it right bit of hay, a little bit of hay, right? Huh? A little bit of hay. But there's something in Saudi Arabia that might jump off. Um, we have we've been having meetings and stuff. Uh, market, my market director, Brian uh, Bernstein, uh, uh, just guy from the Middle East, mm -hmm. and about several other guys, kickboxing and everything. And um, Saudi Arabia agreed, let me put ahead, agreed to um, to us uh, doing shows like once a year, once, once, a month, once, once a month for like twelve months. So um, they just say okay. So all we have to do is sit down and talk to them, and I hope everything works out because is, is they talking in like really good money, Saudi Arabia. So that's what we're doing right now. I'm trying to stay in state. I, I said, man, I better just get a show just in case something happens. That's what we're doing right now. Well, if anybody deserves it, sir, it would be you. Call me Tim, man. I'm tired of food. <laughs> Don't call me sir. It means you took my job. <laughs> big time. That's big time. <laughs> you know, so I've been waiting for my grandkids. Um, they just left yesterday. They're going to come back in a couple days, but they know I can't. I can't really. Uh, I have help because that's where my heart is. But I really got to concentrate. On, on, on what I just said, things that would have just told you. Um, but if it don't happen, I'm going to still be like this. They're trying hard to make it happen. But there's all these agreed to it. So, you know, that's a lot of money if they do. Hopefully, I can take you guys out to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Could you hear me? Yep. Oh. <laughs> we can see you, Mike. What was that? A little glass of milk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, obviously, they're not. Obviously, they're not paying him to uh, 
drink exactly. on camera. <laughs> Otherwise, he'd show oh, oh, us. He'd show okay. us. Okay. We, can, we cannot indulge uh, well, any it's, guys, it's water. All right. <laughs> it's, water. it's like uh, it's right out of the tap. Are, are we going to be talking any more fight, or are you guys? Oh, absolutely, talk about Mr. Tim. Can I can I ask you a few questions? About me yeah, Mr. Tim. No, Tim, the heavyweight champion of all Tim. time. I start talking crazy if you don't <laughs> come down. You were you telling me last uh, last week on the panel a little bit about your upbringing there, and, and, uh, and right. And I was so intrigued. I started all week looking into this situation that you were so gracious to enlighten us with and uh i never knew that that actually existed but i'm sure you have a few more stories in the bag about what is nicky scarfo the boys in the jewish neighborhood uh okay. how you grew up that that really intrigued i'm me. not interested in talking about that but i'll let you know that um real quick that i would just I'm from that neighborhood and from that area, and I hear the names. I met them before. Yeah. Um, I said a couple of words to them, and ever a lot of all the other guys. But whatever, whatever they actually were doing, I don't know nothing about that. I was all no, no, no. I'm not asking you about that. Obviously, I'm just saying it's amazing that you actually were a man that actually was in the middle of that whole lifestyle. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was born and raised. You were like probably not really doing that good, like you said. Your family, I don't know, like okay or whatever, but everybody had to kind of like work together over there. Yeah, well, you know, um, you know, there's a lot, there was a lot of ups and downs. You just have to, you have to uh, be strong and just move forward. There's a lot of things I, you know, I ain't gonna talk about and all that, but no, of course not. Yeah, we're up, and, and you can imagine what happened. But yeah, I didn't have it that bad. I didn't have that. I stayed on the racetrack, stayed in sports, and I didn't have no advice from nobody. I didn't go drinking out and partying with no, no, no. people. I took care of the kids, so but I was around them. They stole my family, right. my friends. Um, and the only thing you can do is try to help them go in the positive direction. That's all. After That's a while, right. after a while, you know, when I was going to my neighborhood, I just was saying hi to everybody. Didn't try to have like a start. They know that I'm a nice guy from the neighborhood. They know right. I didn't carry guns. They you know were a leader. Shoot. You were a leader, Tim. Well, Not a, you know, you were a leader of them. Yeah, let me say some real quick. They know that I'm about that. They know that. And when they approached me and my family, most of all my brothers and sisters did sports and stuff anyway. Didn't do stuff. So it's that type of respect for being good people. They don't try to approach you in a negative way. We was good guys. And there were a lot of other families like that. There's a lot of people right in South Bay near the Italian market. Remember Rocky Walk the Market? Sylvester Stone Walk the Market. Saying, what are you the people? <laughs> Ten minutes from there. <laughs> Italians on one side, the Irish on this side, there was Jewish right in the neighborhood. You know, yeah. and that was beautiful growing up. I, yeah, but I think Jewish the people, people the people the they people. didn't live in your shoes, right? Huh? The people didn't live in your shoes. Te technically, Tim, you're, you're the only you are the he only did. heavyweight champ out of Philadelphia. So yeah, so, so yeah. Rocky, Rocky is you. Rocky yeah. is oh, you. Oh, you are Rocky. Rocky. So, so, that means, that. so that means we should get a petition to put a Tim Witherspoon statue up on top of those. Yes. No. Yes. 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 Right. 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 We need we need the, we need the real statue up there, just like this. Where's the Tim Witherspoon statue? No, it'd, oh, be, like, it'd be like this. A lot of people saying, uh, a lot of people saying now, now, how about this real quick? Um, Sonny Conte, remember Sonny undefeated? Yep, I love that guy, and we cool. And I'm and I'm 
And I was saying in the back of my head, I'm saying, um, if he just win the title one time, why should let the entropy get? And I love everyone. And I want him to win. I want him to win. I'm behind him 100%. But in terms of all the other stuff, they did, they should go and throw me with me. Hold up. They threw me a party. They didn't, there was nothing. When I won it first time, it was just in the papers. I won it the second time. Maybe I could have organized the, the, uh, the uh, after party in the neighborhood. But do you think the neighbor, the people in the um, Philly and South Philly, you think that they should have did it? Or even, you know, television help, you know, help them help people, you know, like, oh, he won the title, Bob, and they put it all over the news. So with Sonny Conto, I want him to win. But just talking, if they're talking, what do you think they would do? He's a tag, tough, all knockouts. I'm behind him 100% too. You understand what I just said there, right? Well, Tim, like I always say, man, you were one of my inspirations since I was a young child. So I'm really, really, it's like it's like one of the bucket list things. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to ride in the car with Sonny. With the and I even got my hair for you today. You like my hair? You didn't do it. You did it for the show. Nah, I do it for you. To see if the girls, if the girls be on there. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Brand new, uh, hey, you bring all the girls, Tim, but don't tell your wife. So on on, on the on the related uh, Rocky statue front, did you know that when uh, Sylvester Stallone sold his house to Adele, let's say his mansion, wow, uh, cool. okay. his, he had a replica uh, Rocky statue in in his in his house. Uh, but Adele said, if that statue leaves with you, Sylvester, it's a it's a no deal. So she she loved that statue so much that he had to include it in the sale of the house to her. Oh, really? really yeah. cool. That's a nice story. Yeah. That's cool. So, okay. But an original statue hey, they moved to somewhere can else. Can I add it? something to no, that? No, the original statue is I'm sorry to cut you off. The original statue is right in front of the Martin Museum. Okay, so it did get moved from the stairs. She was to... Oh no, no, no. They moved it um down Chapulli somewhere. They moved it from there. Yeah, that's what I thought. They, I thought they moved they it moved away from there. They the water somewhere. Down in, it was up in the art museum where they run the steps. You know, I ran the steps. Everybody came to family, fly in town, and run the rocket steps. How, how hard is it to run those steps, little kid. Is it hard what? to run those steps? Is it what? Is it hard is it to run hard? those steps? Is it hard to run them? Well, it's little steps. It's little bit easy to get up on, but it's, it's all the way up there. It's like a whole bunch of steps. <laughs> you, know, you definitely get tired before you get. Oh, yep. I get I get tired on the first three, man. Then I take a nap. <laughs> yep. I, I run another five, take another nap. Huh? I run three, take a nap. Run five, take another nap. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got a little bit, uh, guys. Check this out, though. This is a funny one, Tim. You'll like this, and Graham knows about this. We used to have a rock and roll studio here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Oh, that's and, awesome. and, and, I like and that. a guy shows up and he's playing drums for some like no band, nobody band. And he says, Oh, to me, I was married to Bridget Nielsen. Ooh. And I said, What? And he goes, Yeah, right after Sylvester Stallone divorced her, I married Bridget. That's cool. And oh, he still and, and he said, Well, just I'm just saying. Didn't she get with He's not married to her anymore? That's all I gotta tell you. Did, didn't, didn't, <laughs> didn't we get to see like the, the entire 
downfall of like her and Flavor Flav's uh, little relationship. Yeah, the, the guy around. with the big clock on his chest is that the guy? The Flav, yeah, Flav the, hype, the hype Flav? man from Public Enemy. Oh, Flavy Flav. No, Flavor Flav. Oh, Flavor Flav. Okay, that guy. Yeah, Correct. they were actually a couple. Can yeah, I man. can I can I bring us back around to fighting? Yes, please. All right. <laughs> are, are you done, Neil? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can't have any fun anymore, Mister uh, Grumpy Graham. Hey, hey, we're we're talking fight. You want to talk fight? All the time. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's not talking Bridget. It's talking you know, fight. you know what? I'm I'm surprised, I'm surprised that there's there's no Canada Day fighting going on actually. Um, yeah, what's happening with that? Like, what the is Canadians there, is there will anything, fight on Canada locally, Day? That's Mike? when we do our best fighting. Uh, nothing. Nothing I know of. That's weird, eh? Yeah, well, it is Canada Day. Come on, everybody kind of gets a day off. National holiday, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. do you know that, Tim? No, what happened? The holiday of Canada, July first, the birth, the birth of Canada. Okay, what are we? One hundred and fifty-five now. Nice. Like July fourth in the states. Well, I don't. We don't. I don't. Hey, I, I had nothing to do with Fourth of July. There's a lot of things that happen that um, you know it's. It's just not the time that, you know to talk about it, but the Fourth of July is not my holiday. Really, it's the American holiday, you know, and it's the time to get into that, get the right people to talk about it. But really, reality is not my holiday, but I will celebrate it with them for them. Really. So, what do we got on the skid this week, Mikey? Well, What's the big fights? We we already talked about them. Yeah, and what else do you got? <laughs> what do you got? Well, I got a lot. What do you need to know about it? Oh, well, what do you know about this week's fights? Well, I know that Jared. <laughs> I know that I know that Jared Anderson is going to do some damage against Charles Martin. Yeah. No, I'm just getting in there, you know, guys. But how did you hear about Does he look good? Is he? Did you know that? Yep. Okay, then. He should be yeah, no, he looks He looks really good. He looks okay. really he looks good. Really good. He looks prepped. He looks when is stiff. that fight again? When is that fight again? Tomorrow. Tomorrow right. starts at uh, 10 p.m., yeah. I believe it is. Which, which channel? I'll send it to you, champ. 17? Oh, yeah. No, I'll send it to you. That's my man. Okay. I'll send it to you. You know I got you, champ, on all them fights. I got you, man. All right. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk a little bit, a little futuristic sort of thing. So Virgil Ortiz Jr. is coming up this week. What's your uh what you guys what are you guys thinking about Virgil? Sorry, who's he fighting? I don't know, Graham. Who is he fighting? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not the, all right, Graham. Listen to Grumpy Graham. All right. We, we we talked about him before, um, but I really haven't. I just want to know what your opinion, sir, Tim, Mister. I just, I just started focusing on, on a lot of those. What is he, Mikey? Nineteen and 0, 20 and oh. I believe so. Yeah, we, yeah. We, yeah we, nineteen we knockouts out of nineteen. He's nineteen and 0, 19 knockouts. We talked him about. We talked about him several times, but I, I and I've watched him one time, but I really didn't follow up. I'm just trying to get better, you know, coming on the right. show and getting better. Sorry, champ. I'll keep you. I'll keep you up to date, champ. Yeah. What, what's he out of? Uh, he's out of Texas, is he not, Virgil? Yeah. I yeah. seen him. I seen him, and we he's talked. A good, about little, him a good little scrapper. Yeah, no, he's, we he's talked about him at the show, and 
You know, Ed, Eddie Hearn said something interesting this week. Um, yes. Th this yes, year has been kind of a flat year for, for big, big fights. And uh, the Saudis have entered the market and they're looking oh, to put together God. a mega fight in December. But there was, there was news out of England after uh, Canelo left uh, the Matchroom partnership that he had. And therefore, uh, Matchroom being partnered with the zone, it left them with a big war chest. And Eddie Hearn made a very interesting comment. He said, because uh, all the American, all the Amer all the American promoters were kind of bad mouthing Eddie Hearn, saying he didn't okay. know what he was doing. Okay, so Eddie Hearn came back and said, you know, one of the things, one of the bright sides of uh, Canelo leaving the partnership for the time being for a three-fight deal with PBC, uh, he said one of the bright bright sides of this is it leaves us with a massive war chest because we were normally having to pay uh, Canelo like seventy million dollars a fight. He goes, he goes, now we can put together some really good fights uh, in this year. Uh, because of that war chest opening up for him to spend. Yeah, so awesome. I, 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 I like reading uh, reports uh, outside the ring when it deals with uh, what the promoters are saying, uh, because you find a lot of insight uh, into what's going on in the boxing world with respect to how deals are made and how deals are structured. I mean, I don't like what's going on with respect to Deontay Wilder's camp offering uh, Andy Ruiz Jr. 30%. Things of that nature. Uh, it's upsetting fight fans. It's ups, 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 upsetting the boxing world in general. Uh, but we don't often hear about it. We don't often talk about it. Uh, but there's an awful lot of trash talk. Where was the bay? Where did you go to bay? Well, uh, Ruiz is looking for 50-50. Okay. And uh, Deontay Wilder. You know, and then the funny thing is. is uh, the guy's mega rich already, man. They're, they're, they're both. I mean, that's the, yeah, that's yeah. the funny thing. I mean. If you go down the line, if you go through the various divisions, there's only several divisions that are truly making money, if you will. And the rest have a lot of uh, decent uh, fighters in those divisions. Uh, but nothing that's... Anyways, that, that's what Eddie Hearn said uh, this week, that he looks to see, uh, to put some money into some decent fights uh, before the end of the year. That's right, because he, he kind of he got told to take a, take a hiatus on that big spending for a while there at the beginning of the year, didn't he? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's been no love lost between the American uh, promoters and the, the English promoters. So it's good to see uh, Boxer, B-O-X-X-E-R, Ben Shalom's company, put together that Cruz Desern Savannah Marshall fight. Huge and, card. Uh, and, Huge and a really good, and a really good uh, undercard. So that's good for uh, the UK scene. It's good to see uh, you know, Eddie Hearn saying some positive things in the light of the shellacking he got from the US promoters, in particular, Oscar De La Hoya, uh LRB, Aram. I mean, they were they were all smashing him over that Canelo deal or losing that Canelo deal. And mm -hmm. and Eddie came back with positive news and said, Hey, you know what? I now have a war chest to spend on other fighters. Yeah, that's huge. It's freeing yeah. up 70 million dollars a fight. That's big money. Yeah, man. You know, you can put together a whole card for 70 million dollars. You can certainly get me in the ring. You get me in the ring for a million, no problem. <laughs> yeah, I won't take a dive, but I'll damn her. I'll damn well put up a good fight. Yeah, you, you, you know, it'd be we funny. All need is, uh... some funds. Yeah, that's you right. That's right. What, what, what did Mike Tyson say? <laughs> Yo, he didn't even train for his last match, man. Who? Mike Tyson. You never even stepped foot in the gym. Who did he fight? Oh, I can't remember who his last fight was against. How long ago was it? Oh, that was. <sighs> Wow, you talk, you talk yeah, about the dinosaurs were fucking roaming the earth. Yeah, I wouldn't mind doing an exhibition with my man, Mike. That's my man. 
Yo, that'd be great. We love Mike, but you know. You know what? Thing. I'm telling you, champ. Mike would do that. Mike would I'm do. Mike, Mike, Mike would do an exhibition with you for sure. I think I think Jared Anderson is the next Mike Tyson. What? I don't they're think call, so. they're calling him the next Mike Tyson. Not not in the way that he boxes, not in the way that he destroys people, but right. in the way that he's going to sweep through the heavyweight oh, division. Here we go. That's how they say that he's like the next Mike Tyson. But you could also say that from somebody like Richard Torres. Right. He's another guy who's smashing through the division. You put him in uh, front of him. When I when I was talking about the heavyweights on the news show the other day, uh, Jim, friend, jump friend, in there and let on. these guys know what's going on, champ. Huh? Hang on, hang on, Neil. I got you know. Don't interrupt, please. <laughs> uh, we we had a we had a a friend come in from Australia and tell us about a couple of heavyweights uh, out of Australia that we hadn't even heard of yet oh. have un, have unbeaten records, and he was surprised that. Uh, you know the Australian scene is being ignored by both the British and the American promoters, and as we've said, I watch it. I yeah, watch it, and I'll tell I, you, it's it's huge. The heavy the heavyweights that are coming up from other parts of the world. We, we've mentioned it before, and uh, and I, I, anyway, I, just just the fire in Jared Anderson's eyes. I mean, he he is he's ready to take on Charles Martin, beat Charles Martin. Honestly, I would have like, liked to see the, uh, the the guy out of Kazakhstan. That's who I would have liked to see in there. The big my, the big boy. Mark, he was the guy who was originally originally slated to take it on. Oh 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 oh. Um, yeah. Well, when what's his name again? Ha, Hovhassian or something? Yeah, something like that. Ho, Hovhass. Hov, yeah. Yeah. Mm. You would have been a nice one to see out of there. Maybe, maybe Tim can pronounce it for us. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. Probably good. That's easy. <laughs> Remember when heavyweight fighters had easy names? Uh, yeah. Witherspoon. Ali, home, Tyson, Frazier, Holyfield, Frazier, <laughs> Holyfield. Hey, that one was a little hard though. Holy, Tim, did you ever field. fight Holyfield? Holy did you ever fight Holyfield, Tim? No, would have been a good, my, been a good my fight. brother with him. My brother Anthony uh, uh, sparred with him. I was in the presence a whole lot of times. Really nice guy, uh, really powerful. I was supposed to fight him at one point. But they said something was wrong with his uh, his uh, his heart at that time. Um, so yeah, one time I was supposed to fight him, and he had hard heart or something they called it. But then he came back and started fighting again. But at that particular time, when they were trying to make it, he had a health problem, and um, life went on. <laughs> you know, he's tough. He's was, there, was there any guys, Tim, that you wanted to fight over your career that you didn't fight because of circumstances, but you really thought you were probably prepared for them or, you know, that external circumstances didn't let you fight them? You know what I mean? But you felt that you were, uh, you know, in, in the mix. I just put whoever they put in front of me. Then when we got older and the money started uh, being started developing and the business got a little bit you know we had to make plans on who we fought and all that type of thing so but in the beginning you know you build your boxer up and then um um you get stage fights where where you know the first might not will be not will not be hard and the next then you keep building then you get more labyrinths or tyson or donald around um michael dokes or you know when you get up there so 
you build them up, and then you get challenged, then you get get them a challenge, and if you become champion, you know it's hard work, it's hard work, and everything. So, um, I had um, my, my ninth fight, I had a guy that was undefeated, my thirteenth fight, and I think um, yeah, when I put Larry Holmes, um, he that was we were both undefeated then, wasn't we? Yeah, yeah we were both undefeated. So yeah, what a challenge. Is he my production assistant? Huh? My production assistant? <laughs> well, can I, can I ask call. you a question? Can I ask you another question? Yes, somebody in the back there. <laughs> I, was, I was watching a fight the other night. I've, I've uh, got him. Uh, Tyrell Biggs versus Lennox Lewis. I believe Who? Tyrell Biggs. Tyrell Biggs? Oh, yeah. Tyrell. They all know each other. Lennox Lewis? And they they like the round and man, they were going at it. Wait, wait, wait. So, so Terrell Diggs and Lennox Lewis had a fight. I believe so. Was that true? No, I don't remember them in the fight. No, no, Shannon, Shannon, some guy named oh, Shannon. Shannon and and Lennox Lewis. That was yeah. Right fighting to he, he put Shannon on the ground. What I'm, was his name? Shannon. What? Shannon Briggs. Shannon Briggs. Yeah, I guess yeah. Lennox Lewis. Oh, that also, was a really good one. What fight on like? that card too with Big Baby. He dropped him with that right that. hand in the twelfth round. Lennox yeah. took him down, but they were going head to head like big time. They were doing pretty good. That was a really. I saw Shannon about a month ago in in an event. How's he, he looking? Is he, is he oh, still he looking jacked? Huh? Is he still looking jacked like always? Oh, he gained weight. He gained weight. He looked real heavy, and he said he had he been training. He been losing weight. We we were trying. I was trying to really get to do an exhibition with him. Yeah, because a couple years, a couple years back, he looked real trim, man. He, was he looked real trim, but he was like six five. But he was coming down though. So okay. then I seen him in the video, and he looked like he did lost weight since I seen him then. So yeah, we was at an event, and uh, he looked kind of swelled you know, up. He was taller than me. I thought He's a he big, was shorter than me. He was a big guy, Tim. He was big, eh? Yeah. Yeah. How tall, how tall he, are you, Tim? I think I was big. I'm, only, I'm six three. You're six three. He, yeah, he's, he's probably. Who did they have him as? Who did they have him as? I think they have him listed as like six five and a half or something. You serious? Yeah. Yeah, because he. Yeah. I thought he was like my height, but then when I met him, I was like, "Whoa, you tall." Yeah, he's got he's got a few inches on him. How big is Lennox Lewis? Everything. He's he's real, he's real wide. He's got real broad shoulders too. Yeah, six pack. I yeah. said that boy is big. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> it's like it's like it's like he never left the gym, you know. Now, no, but he looked like he, yeah. He, oh, you mean in terms of weightlifting? Yeah, and muscles. But, yeah, muscles and but, stuff. I seen a little bit of stuff on his stomach, but it wouldn't take that much to get it off. No, you know, he gained about I think he about twenty pounds heavier than what he usually was, maybe twenty five. But he still he looked kind of sluggish, like like weight. I don't know weight wise, he was kind of like. You know, and I'm borderline where he could be fat and and go backwards, like be skinny. I know he was going to go over that because he said he was training. He was training and stuff. Grumpy, are you uh, are you reading any are you reading any of those headlines about the Charlo brothers that uh, that, that they're making? Well, I, I noted I noticed that uh, it was originally going to be Jermall Charlo, but now it's going to be Jermel Charlo. Yep. Charlo. So. Yep. So that was that was a bit of a surprise. Um, hey man, those 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 twins, you know, they're gonna it go down to history, right? Yeah, I think one yeah. of them's in jail though right now. What? <laughs> no, get the heck out of here! Really? Seriously? Well, I I, I 
okay, I can Google it, but I'm, I'm pretty... <laughs> either either one of them's in jail or just got what out of jail. No, oh, okay, hang on. Now I'm gonna have to Google it. What now now we need now that? we need the headlines. Let's see this. Hang on. But what I thought we might be talking about is uh, the Spence Crawford uh, press conference they just had. Yeah. Yeah. What, wow. We were doing a podcast real quick, and I, I told him, this is the kid. Both of them dudes are good on defense. I mean, offense. Yeah. I, you always talk about defense. It's going to be. I was it's, looking at their videos. Neither one of them defense. They, I'm just telling you, and that's what's wrong. I went, I did, I, I did podcasts, I did some shows, and I've been looking at these videos. These young guys, these these days, is all offense. Yeah. Took their time. But you know what? You know what? I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Crawford. Yeah. Crawford's got Crawford's. Crawford's defense is his offense, I believe. They That's keep saying that, but eventually you're going to need going to need both. Eventually, you catch that guy that'll catch you. That's the thing, right? Is it going to be Spence? Maybe not. Maybe so. We'll all have to see. We've all been waiting for this fight. Honestly, I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to talk about it. I just want it to happen. <laughs> And that's why, like, I've, I've had lots of people ask me what my thoughts are on the fight. I'm not going to give my thoughts till the week of the weigh-in. That's when I'll give my thoughts on that fight because, you know what? At any moment in time, one of these guys can get a little hussy fit, and, and the next thing you know, this fight's over, and it's not going to happen. You know, and yeah. it's happened. We've, we've come right down to the deadline before, and bang, it's pulled out. But we've been, we've been, we've been, I've been saying all along that when you get around the Philly, when you go to the gym, when the trainers say your best defense is offense, that means you don't know that much. This is what we learned when I was little. Right. They say that to a boxer so because they don't know defense. So they try to make them do all offense and everything. So um, when a trainer like that say that, I'll go like this. I'll go, he don't know that much. He don't know how to teach him defense. That does mean something. There is boxers that made it with all offense. But they paid the price. Some of them brain damage and stuff. Um, but but there's a couple of them. And you know what, Melvin Taylor, um, we could talk about him. That dude was all offense, but he got hit a lot. He got hit a lot. And there's a couple of guys that can't really communicate now. And and they can't um, communicate. They can't. They can't. They can't hold things. They can't put. You know. They can't. Yeah. There's a lot of things they can't do. And you gotta have both. That's what my trainers taught me. Both. Keep it tight. Keep it this way. You know, don't don't keep that shell tight, and then you then you relax, but keep your hand up here in front of your face. Well, I just be like this. I got the old time stuff, man. I'm glad, especially in that heavyweight division. You know, they. Uh -huh. I read. I read. Man, I read. Joyce, I read uh, Joyce, remember? I read an article once that said, going twelve rounds as a heavyweight as a professional can be the equivalent of being struck in the head 180 times by a two by four. What that What that mean? That means that means going twelve rounds with a heavyweight professional boxer is like somebody taking a two by four and smashing you in the head twelve, uh, you know, eighteen times. Who worked that? Who who? I, I can't remember. I can't remember what Megan was. Fun. That article. I was had in. fun in a lot of mine. But but I was sitting. I was sitting in an office and I picked it up and it was like a it was like some sports <laughs> mag, and I was reading on this heavyweights and it said the equivalent of going twelve rounds with a heavyweight boxer is being like struck one hundred eighty times by a two by four in the head. Yeah, if you if you if you got no me, defense, I had fun. I had fun. You yes, know, and because and, you had defense and, you, and now you can speak. Well, you know, I I've 
I did, I have like been forgetting that maybe just because of my age. No, that's just age. That's just age, Tim. That's just age. Yeah, but I'm exercising my brain. You're supposed to do that. Read supposed to. stuff like that. I, I exercise my body, but I gotta do that. Do you read um, a lot, Tim? You huh? Do you read a lot? I hey, you know what? I know I should, and I don't. I got all these books, and I read sometimes a couple of paragraphs, and then I go work out, I go take care of the kids, I go do this and that. But I'm gonna take time and start reading because I did feel when I was reading one time for like three days, I did feel a difference. It, yeah. it, it like got my brain moving and, and everything. And I, and I read long. I read long, but then I stopped again. Okay. Do, do you want the update on the Jamal Charlo situation? Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Okay. So last year he was arrested uh, yes. for assaulting some people in a household. This was uh, bundled with, with some robbery charges he was facing. He got off the robbery charges, and I don't know the outcome of the assault charges. Okay, but Mauricio Suleiman, the WBC president, or he came out just very, very recently and said, due to uh, the mental health issues that Jamal is now facing, it would be it would be better to put Jamal into that fight against Canelo. Oh wow! Uh, so there, there there is a bit of a backstory, if you ask me. With Jamal. who's holding what titles? Who's who? Just for example, Jamal is yeah. I think thirty-one and zero. Okay? Yeah. But he's obviously fighting some demons right now. Yeah. Oh, is that the one they're trying to put in? That's the one that they've they've pushed aside, right? To bring yeah, in that, his brother. He he got pushed aside for his brother. Uh, oh, Jermel. so the one that's not uh, like stressed right. is right. not the, fighting. Right. The one who's the one who's the one who's not stressed is going to fight Canelo. Okay. Yeah. He should be with his brother in training camp and all that. I just, I just actually watched. I just actually watched. They don't, they don't train together at all. Um, oh, I watched this thing called. That is... I watched this thing called Fight Towns. I saw it on YouTube. Um, it's uh, Stefan. Oh, what's his Something name? wrong with the foundation. I'm telling you. Uh, it's, it's, it's the one. It's, it's, it's hosted by this ex NBA player. I want to say Stefan Johnson. I think it is, and uh, he goes around to Houston uh, to, you know, to, to show that Houston's got a thick deep heritage in boxing which they do uh he visited the char you know uh the, the charlo brothers and uh, you know they both they both train opposite there's no like, way two twins should be training they, together they're not together and stuff like no 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 they they don't they don't train together from what i saw in this thing they don't train together they got different training regimens you know they kind of just they keep their distance it's, it's kind of weird but they're in the same weight class eventually you know what I mean? Eventually, one of these guys, they're gonna have to. They're gonna have first to time in history. Exactly, exactly. First oh, time in history. Jermel Charlo's record is thirty-five, one and one with nineteen knockouts. Yeah, and he's, not, he's only thirty-three, but and he's undisputed at one fifty-four. Yeah. Um, he won. He actually wanted to fight uh, Tim. That Sayu. is really sad. Huh. Whoa, that is sad. I thought them guys was cool. All twins. Yeah, Maybe twins. You know, they're... With foundation. I mean, when they were little and all that, because that's, that's the first time I heard. Is, I heard the twins being like, like, like uh, a distance, but you know, with that, that is something right there. Yeah, no, I, I thought it was crazy too. Out. I, I thought it was crazy too. In the same in the same episode that I watched, you could also see uh, Regis yes, Progress. Sir. He was in there. Um, Oshik Johnson, that that kid was in there too. Yeah. Um, you know, Houston's got a nice, nice, rich, rich boxing history right now. They got some great, great guys coming up in the, you know, up in the, up in the ranks, man. 
So don't be sleeping on Houston, apparently. <laughs> exactly. Don't be sleeping on Houston, man. They got uh, they got some they got some guys, man. And and honestly, uh, if you go and watch this uh, this YouTube documentary, uh, honestly, I, I was pretty impressed with it. It's it shows that Houston has a lot of up and comers, man, that are going to be uh, you know going to be household names eventually. Yes, absolutely. And we will be handling them here at TalkingFight.com with all our fans. You damn right Tim. we will. I, I, that's why I watch all these stuff, man. So we know what to talk about. The yes. the other, just just so you know, the other the other heavyweights that I mentioned uh, earlier with respect to if if Jared Anderson is going to move forward and become the force in the heavyweight division, as I suspect he will, the other heavyweights that often don't get the cred uh, that deserve. Philip Hergovic would be one. He's fifteen. And honestly, 0. honestly, I was, I, I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of uh, on the fence with him right now. Here we go. Let me, let me stop. Oh, here we go. Mike. Frank Sanchez, twenty-two and zero. Yeah. Martin, Martin Bacoli, nineteen and one. Yeah. I, I did see a little bit of a negative in, 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 uh, in his defense, the heavyweight. Um, um. Oh, Hargrovic. No. Which one? Uh. You just Anderson? said his name. <laughs> you got the big fight tomorrow. Oh, Jared Anderson. Jared Anderson. Anderson, Anderson, yeah. Hey, Anderson. I need to get some sleep on. Okay. Honestly, honestly Anderson, he hasn't I been... swear, I did see a little couple of things there. He need to tighten that D up. He could tighten it up, but listen to this, Tim. He's never been brought past the third round in his, okay. 15, in his 15 fights. Or sorry, okay. Mentally, once he gets his five, six, and seven, which he never was there before, he's, he's, he's going to have to really – you're really gonna have to tighten up, but he okay, has. He has yet to been, okay, that's yeah, he has yet to been brought past the third round. So that's important. It's very important. All last mm. year, his last five fights last year never went past number two. They all finished in the second round. Okay, so you wow, know he might panic when he get to seven or six. That's what I'm saying. Like uh, we've yet to see it. And hey, Martin, Martin is one of those guys that can bring you to those late rounds. Okay. So this is I'm I'm thinking you see if you if you if you take it to the end right yeah yeah and and honestly you know Martin is one of those guys that can definitely push the pace uh you know slow it down punch can he punch Martin can punch yes okay Martin can punch you know he's a veteran in the game he's been around a long time he knows all the tricks man you know he's 37 years old okay. uh, you know he's 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 held, he's been in that world class before he's been on those stages he's been under the limelight like that. And, you know, he's one of those guys that can really – Big Baby can really learn a lot from this match that he's going to have with him. Okay. Uh, you know, if he gets brought back into – if he gets brought past, you know, the third round and into territory that he's unfamiliar with, it's going to be a, a lesson for him. Um, it's a lesson that I think that he's going to capitalize on, but, you know, he's never been past the third round. So it's uh, it's definitely a test. It's a test to his ability and, uh, you know, and to test his skills because – you know, you don't get to use your entire skill set when you're only going three rounds. Okay. Right? You don't see everything and you don't use everything. Exactly. Exactly. And when you don't use it, you lose it. So, you know, it's it's good to get into those fights that take you into those deeper rounds because, you know, you got to know yourself that you can handle it. And the only way to do that is do it. You know, you can only really learn so much from Spartan. You really haven't seen him um, at his test, at a real exactly. test. Exactly. Right. Okay. Let's. Well, that's that's what's making the heart pump. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm Maybe telling you, this is everybody that, huh? There's a big fight tomorrow. Big okay. fight tomorrow. Don't worry, Tim. When you when ain't it, when got it, a drink. We'll uh, we'll definitely get you uh, hooked okay. up for that fight. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, I'll send I'll send you the links and everything. And that I gotta make a couple of phone calls so we can um it's about the it's about the uh boxing but uh I'm gonna get on here when I'm less tired. Yeah, okay, guys. All right, guys. Next week, okay? Yes, for sure, Tim. Just hit me up if I'm ready. You know, I'm saying before that, like tomorrow or Sunday, if you can, I don't know. I'm probably going to get the grandkids again. All Thank right. you. We'll be Tim, I'll, dro I'll, drop, I'll drop you all this stuff tomorrow. This is your former two time heavyweight champ, terrible Tim with his food. Yay. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Thank you. All Thanks, right, Tim. Yeah. Thanks, Tim, right. for Thanks. all your time, my friend. God bless Thank you, you very much. Yeah, man. Okay. Remember, like, share, subscribe.